accent that I gained while I was down there. You think you could do it? Oh, yeah. You could turn it on? Stewart Ranch. Stewart Ranch. We could That's um, how they talk. talk about the two Red Bulls that you just chugged. No, no, no. Um, that's from yesterday. This is the one that I drank today. Yeah. But now did I have two cups of coffee before that? Yes. You had two cups of coffee, then this a morning, Red Bull. This morning, then a Red Bull, yep. Yep, 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 yep. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. All right. Well, Why is let's that? get it going. Go for it, Joe. Oh my God, you guys. <laughs> Hi. Welcome to this episode of Midwest Flyways podcast. We changed the name. Big deal. So what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you have your guys. I am your host, Joey Vassallo. You also have your other goat host and ghost, Cal Ness. And I think you said goat. Other, and then our other goat, uh, Connor Olstad. Okay. Mm. Hey, well, so apparently people don't know who is who. So I am Joey. What's your name? Cal. And what's your name? I'm Connor. Okay, so if you hear a His little voice baby, sound like that than when he's talking. <laughs> if you hear a little baby girl on the podcast, that's Connor's talking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So or, or Nate's surprise appearance. You know what's really funny? <laughs> um, <laughs> the, yes. So apparently, <laughs> since Nate, the only pretty much the only thing that he has like been known for is like that podcast inside of our stuff. Yeah, the the nerd. If people if people listen to the podcast, the, yeah, Boy Scout really podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, we went down to, to go see, I went down to go see Josh in Florida, um, this last week and, um, we met his wife for the first time, Gabby and she Lovely goes, human being, isn't she? Oh, she's great. Yeah. And, and she goes, um, and I'm like, Hey, I'm Connor. Like, this is Nate. And she goes, Oh, you're the one with all the awards. Oh my <laughs> gosh. <laughs> he's Nate's like our little girl scout. He's like, yep. Uh, I guess <laughs> that's amazing. Uh, so, so many palms. Yeah. I'm going through puberty. So many palms, so many badges. Yeah. Most decorated yeah. Eagle Scout of all time. So yeah. Nathan Height. That's how he's known, I guess. You know? He's uh planning on coming with us for Kansas. Oh yeah, that's this weekend. Well, we leave Thursday morning. Mm-hmm. Leave Thursday morning to drive down to Hutchinson, Kansas to go hunt at Sandhill Flyway with Bobby Guy and mm-hmm. Preston. And I think those are the only two associated with Sandhill Flyways that are gonna be there. Hmm. Yep. So, so yeah, the uh We'll be making some content with him. Definitely keep an eye out for that, as well as a podcast. So the next podcast you hear, we'll probably have him in it. And he so. has his own podcast. I think it's the Blind Talk podcast, but his is a paywall, and you have to go on Patreon and pay five bucks a month, whereas ours is free, baby. So why don't you, since ours is free, why don't you give us a free rating of five stars because we need them. Yes, yeah. we do. Yeah. We and really do. We need more reviews. Yeah. And here, And here's the other thing, too. We have... 17,600 YouTube subscribers as of right now. And look at the boy that's been looking at analytics. Right. I know. Oh. Big <laughs> fucking deal, dude. So what? I look at least four times a day. So, mm. and I noticed from our views that a lot of you have not hit the notification bell mm. whenever we haven't come out with a video. So a lot of you are like, hey, how do I do this note on the goose call? They'll message me on Instagram. And I'm like, hey, did you see the video? And they're like, oh, no, I didn't. I was like, are you subscribed to our YouTube channel? They go, yeah, I don't I don't know how I didn't see it. It's because you didn't hit the notification bell, yeah. bud. Come on. Hey, no. bell. Barbara, hit the notification bell. Barb. But I'm ding. Dude. <laughs> Barb. Have that, you seen that yeah, TikTok? of course, dude. <laughs> you had to send it to me. Barb. Like, dude, you have to see this. <laughs> I want to get... Matt Robertson on the podcast just so he can do that. I want that as a as a soundboard bite. As a uh, Barbara, yeah. yeah, Barb. Somebody uh, emailed us or messaged us on Instagram asking for 
the uh, intro. Yeah. Yeah. And and so I made it. I made it into a an MP3. Therefore, it can be a ringtone. So if you guys want it, email us. I'll I'll send it over to you. Did it's, he want it as a ringtone? Yeah, yeah he, wanted he wanted it as a ringtone for, a ringtone for his tone. phone. So hit I made it, it into hit one. it. Hit it. And it actually continues to go on. There's more calling that happens with it, with the gunshots and all that stuff. So yeah, so I continued, continued through and played it for like a minute. So it's, did he hit uh, you back? Yeah, no, he emailed us or he sent us a, something on Instagram. And um, oh I yeah, said, you said like send your email. Send, to yeah, this send it email. to an email so I can re- re- be reminded of it because I checked the email and that's how I, yeah. I just kind of it's like my to do list. And then um, so I just made it for him and. He responded back, said thanks, and there you go. That's cool. That's yeah. awesome. It's for free, too. It's actually cool. I mean, a lot of people have that quack ringtone. Quack, 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 quack. Yeah. Now ringtone. you can have real calling. You can have calling. You can have my calling. Six sound. Yeah. If, you want, if you want that. Yeah. But Boom. That's if actually you, from one of our videos. Which video is it from? Uh, the Foul Feathers. Yeah. Which one? Uh, the first the 12 one. 12-man limit, Foul, Foul Feathers. Foul Club. So go to our YouTube channel if you want to see what we're talking about. Foul Feathers Hunt Club, 12-Man Limit. Yep, that's what it was called. It's from that video. Limit. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> the, it's uh, a pretty cool video. I liked that one. That was one of my favorites. It's one of your best for sure. And I think what made it pretty cool is you did slow motion, normal motion. You sped it up. And then also we were trying to land honkers within 30 yards. I didn't think yeah. we took a single shot outside of yeah. 20 yards actually. Yeah. And that's why there's so many, so much footage of geese landing in our decoys. And it was the whole day. Mm-hmm. You know, and it was spread out. Yeah. There was at one point where we doubled our bag in one shot, but it was mainly spread out with like four to like, five. It was like twos and threes. Yeah. We were cherry picking for yeah. sure. At the, especially at the end. And we were, you know, having more people come so we could shoot more and yep. that yep. kind of stuff. Yeah, we had people or so leave they with could their shoot. limit. Yeah. yeah. And at the time, the limit was only two in Illinois, but now it's three. Yep. So yeah. that was a fun, we should, we should hang with those guys or have them out here. Yeah. Jim Rezke always goes out to, uh, North Dakota, North Dakota. And I've tried to meet up with them the last couple of times. It has not worked out, but yeah, don't think I forgot about you, Jim. Don't <laughs> even think about it. But yeah. Also, if you want to get stickers, we have stickers in stock right now. I'm sending them out same day that we get the order. So we've, uh, we've sold some so far. We do have, um, a select amount of smaller stickers that if you buy stickers right now, I will send you a little bitty sticker with it. You can go on your phone or whatever. So mm. do that. Perfect phone sticker. Yep. It really is. Cool, cool, cool. So Kansas, Joey, we're hunting lessers. Hunting lessers and big geese. So there should be some honkers coming back up due to the reverse migration. So that'll be the weekend of the 12th. Mm-hmm. When do um, they close? Uh, Kansas season? I don't know. I think that's for, the last season. No, that's the last weekend. Is it? Okay. Interesting. Yep, so we'll be hitting... So I'm sure we'll have an opportunity at Snows as well. Yeah. Yeah. I was figuring, yeah, it was going to be Snows. <laughs> probably snows rather, and Lessers. I'd rather just target Dark, though, because I hate those Snows, dude. They suck. Snows <laughs> are the They really are, man. Like, they're the worst. Now am I going to go and shoot some this year? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm going to try to just jump them. That's really? seriously so much fun, man. Oh, man. You find a good spot where it's, like, good cover, good hide to get up close to them, and then you just crawl in a ditch for, like, a mile get permission from the landowner or if it's you know public you just do it mm-hmm. and you just let the tube empty i, I feel like that. for me i need one good snow hunt you know what i mean because mm-hmm. like i haven't had that like tornado of snows yeah well you, you just know? gotta keep going gotta keep i'm going saying until i'm you, saying that like get it that's that's when i'll feel like maybe i like want to just jump shoot him 
But like I'm so I'm still like so into the <laughs> idea of like every time I go for snows, I'm gonna try to get you know, him to find that in. tornado of snows. What you guys should do is you should come with me, whether we film it or not. Probably not, but <laughs> um, it feels illegal as shit. What? But it's not. I guarantee you that. I knocked on a guy's door five years ago now, and when I knocked on his door, his patio door fell down, like a screen door, and I was like, oh shit! And it's like a, a roost lake in the middle of South Dakota. And you can see all these guide services. You can see their trucks lettered up, trailers, mm-hmm. everything. They're watching the roost to see where they go and fly to set up a spread. Yeah. And uh, you can see people in the ditch, like two miles outside of the lake. If they fly low enough, they'll bang them out of the ditch. Like, it's just wild. It's so weird. So I'm like, it's just me and my dog. And I'm like, okay, what if I ask this guy to like use his property to go down to the lake? You know, why not? Mm-hmm. So I knock on his door, screen door falls off. I'm like, shit. If he comes out and he's like, what's up? I was like, hey, um, I just, <laughs> I just broke your screen door. I just broke um, your screen door. I'm sorry. Um, I, let me go and grab my drill real quick and fix it. He's like, that's been broken for three years. Can you fix that? I was like, yeah. He goes, so I'm like fixing it and just bullshitting with him. It's a super nice day out. So we're just both sitting on his front porch and I'm fixing this door and I fix it. And he's like, why are you here? I was like, oh, <laughs> I was going to go down there. I was going to see if you'd let me go down there through your pasture down to the lake and see if I can't shoot some snows. And he goes, oh, for sure. Go ahead. I'm like, sweet. Dude. I have his number saved in my phone. No one has access to get down to the lake and shoot. Like, that's why all these guys are yeah. around the edge. So I fell asleep near a tree at one point. It was just me and my dog is just laying against this tree. And then I woke up and there's like, I don't know, 10,000 snows in front of me. <laughs> And I'm like, oh my god! Is that like a Joey Ten Thousand or like? No, no, no. right, this right, is, this right, is right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <coughs> There's so, over hey, a million even on the lake. If he divides it in half, five thousand is still geese. a lot of geese. Yeah, <laughs> there's over a million on the lake. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. I shit you not. Okay. I, every time an eagle would swoop down, all the birds would get up and make a big circle around the lake and then sit back down again, and that's when I'd shoot because they'd just be like quartering away at like 40, 50 yards, and I just and I ran out of shells immediately. Yeah, but I think I killed like thirty or forty. It was fun, dude. Nice. And Riley would just go out in the water and retrieve them. I tried getting further out towards the lake, but it was uh, warm enough to where I fell through the ice. Yeah, well, so I couldn't. I couldn't you know, do it. When there's ten million birds in a pond, you know, it's not that hard. To- <laughs> it's a big lake. It's a big lake, but <laughs> it was it was really fun. And there was a lot of ducks there, so I was just like watching all these shovelers and beautiful mallards, like thirty feet away from me. Just that's sick. It mm-hmm. was it was fun, man. So like that type of a deal is really fun. You just like get to the spot where you need to go. Like bring a little kayak or something. It's just like, okay, your turn. Go across, get to this little island, and they're literally right against yeah, that's that island. <clears throat> but every once in a while, I'd say like every twenty minutes, eagles would swoop down and try to get one and they'd all go and they'd all make like a huge circle around the lake and it's a perfect pass shot opportunity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So much fun, dude. That's fun. You get a couple of dogs just going out there and retrieving birds, and they're they're staying on the lake. They don't go. That's sick. It's a lot of fun. I love that. And I think the really cool part about snows is one you're really like doing your part because there's so many. I think there's like fourteen to eighteen million in the North America. Yeah, it's crazy. And I don't so, I don't know the number, but <clears throat> last time I checked, it was like three years ago, and I think it was like thirteen point eight million. Do we quote you on? Should we quote you on that or? Sure. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> He's like whatever. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, that's all of North America, though. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It's it's a uh, it's fun, and then there's so many banded ones. It's like the the opportunities are limitless. I swear to God, almost every snow hunt I've been on, there's been a band shot. Yeah. Mm. There are a lot of banded snows. So it's just it's just fun. I was watching something on Instagram the other day about how they uh, captured wood ducks, 
and they had this like net that yeah, was like lined line. up. Oh, That's man. how they get a lot of birds. It's, it was looks so cool. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. crazy. They got like 187 in one shot. Do me a favor and go on Instagram right now on your phone and look up Birdieologist. Birdieologist. Birdieologist, and he is a bander for the uh, Mississippi Flyway. And his whole profile is just banding ducks and rocket netting ducks, and it's so cool. That's so crazy. Does he have, like, a following? Oh, yeah. That's so wild. How's the birdie part spelled? B-I-R-D-I-E? Why? Birdieologist. Ologist. Does he have anything, like, audio represent? Yeah. Is 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 he from Minnesota? No. Okay. No, he's, like, further down. There's a couple of them. I think, oh, no, I'm sorry. Plink the Bander. Plink the Bander is in the Mississippi Flyway, and Birdieologist is in the Pacific Flyway. So he has a bunch of stuff of, like, like rocket netting. So right there. Oh, yeah, that's so crazy. It's, like, where mm. they set up the rocket nets, and then he has, like, a bunch of, like, banded snows that he's looking at. And it's, so like, this is them after they're caught in the net. That's so wild, dude. It's pretty cool. So then they take all those, they put them in a, in a box, and they sax them. Like, try to figure out how old they are. Yeah. And then they put bands on them. Yeah. We should totally volunteer and go do, like, a banding project. Oh, hell yeah. I'd love to. <clears throat> That'd be so much fun. That'd if there's fun. somebody listening right now that can get us in touch with someone who can help us get on a volunteer program to band some ducks, please hit us up. That'd be sick. I'd yeah, go. that would be so sick. We could probably film it and do some Heck educational yeah. stuff on it. Hell yeah. That'd be sweet. I'm sure I'd, we could. That'd be I'd sick. totally watch something that just kind of like shows how it's done and explains why and all that stuff. For sure. That'd be a sweet way to go. Yeah, that'd be really cool. No, I'm really excited for this weekend. I really am because I haven't hunted since Minnesota closed. Oof. Since our goose season closed. Damn, bro. That's a long time. Yeah, it's been like a month and a half almost. That's shitty. <laughs> yeah, not ideal. See, not I've, ideal. I've shot not a lot want. of birds since our season ended. Yeah. yeah. Like a lot. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't shot as much as you, but I've hunted a couple times. Yeah. No, I know. I'm excited. I'm really looking forward to it. Plus, I'm super excited to see what Sandhill Flyway looks like. Yeah. It's badass, dude. Yeah, the... Uh, it looks badass. The lodge and all that stuff. Yeah, it looks so sick. They did a really good job. Yeah. Like, that's that's what I want. Yeah, for yeah. sure. There's, that's like, the maybe dream, a right? couple of things that I would change about his setup other than that. like, And they're so minor. Yeah. yeah. I would just have more bedrooms. That was it. But, like, he only has so much square footage in right, that one right. lodge. <clears throat> right. How many bedrooms are in that lodge? You got one, two, three, four, I think five. But then each bedroom has three beds in it. Okay. Nice. So it can sleep 15. And mm-hmm. then they're and they're adding another room in the back that they haven't finished yet. Uh, and I think there'll be three beds in that one plus another bathroom. Okay. So it's very open floor plan. Yeah. Dude, that's the dream, man, for, you know, and, and YouTubers, the ones that are successful are the ones that can take their YouTube and put it, like, the YouTube channel or their following and put it into a separate business, you know? And, like, they're, I've been watching some stuff about, like, YouTube billionaires. Or, like, who's going to be the first like YouTube Mr. billionaire? Beast. Oh, yeah, Mr. Like Mr. Beast is already the first. He's, he's a billionaire. He's not a billionaire. I don't, no, he's not, not B, billion. Like, I don't think yeah. he's a billionaire. He's definitely not a billionaire. I'm, I'm fairly, like, he obviously he's a millionaire and hundreds of millions of dollars and spends millions of dollars for every video. But um, going to outside products, <clears throat> like he had that the finger on the app thing for Mr. Right. Beast. Some of them, like they sell coffee, like Peter McKinnon, you know, he sells yep. a bag. Um, 
all that kind of stuff. Like, like there's been like a lot of chatter about like who's gonna you know become the first YouTube billionaire, and then what are they gonna, and what is it gonna be? And I think that the best way like to do it is some kind of reconsumable product. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so because like if you buy Peter McKinnon's presets, you have them, you're done. You know, yeah, yeah. he has to keep making more of them. But if you buy like a bag of coffee, you drink the coffee, it's done. You got to buy more. Right. Right. And so did Peter McKinnon start that coffee company? Uh, I don't think so. Okay. He just is sponsored or whatever. It's I, like a- yeah. I have no idea, but I, I don't think so. But yeah, for, so for Bobby guy's situation, you know, he's got the t-shirts that he sells and whatever, but that's, you know, once you have enough t-shirts, you stop subscribing and you're done, you know, you can get bigger and whatever. Um, and or smaller and <laughs> get a different size t-shirt but right that you're, that's pretty much it but for a guide service you know it is a reconsumable product you can reconsume it every year you can come back and and shoot and everything like that so i am all about that when it comes <clears throat> to that business side of youtube it's pretty definitely sick. not going to make him a billionaire but yeah <laughs> <clears throat> who do you think will be the first billionaire youtuber mr beast for sure I just, check, I, mean. I just checked i just checked his worth it's 16 million 16 million <clears throat> yeah what makes you think that uh, because of all the ideas that he has and the amount of drive that he has and how young he is. Yeah. Like you he would was ha- five year five years younger than me. And I'm talking about somebody that was born on YouTube that would want to go off it. Like the rock, you know? Like he was not. <clears throat> right, right, right. Like but he's doing great on YouTube. He's doing a lot on YouTube. And Will Smith and, you know, all that stuff. Kinda, right. There people are kind of gravitating towards YouTube, but I think that it's um I'm talking about like who was born you, on yeah, YouTube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody who made their name on YouTube and then became. Yeah. So kind of crazy story in the waterfall world. Um, for those of you that have been checking stuff out on Facebook or seeing news headlines or whatever, two kids unfortunately lost their lives duck hunting recently. They were murdered. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They were murdered. On so what are, the de- what are the details on it? Dude, like, I know what happened on Real Foot in Tennessee – and, you know, I know that I read the story, you know, the, the news headline where it said that the old man came, knocked on their blind door. And then when they answered, he shot two of them. And the third guy was able to hit him in the head with a, the butt of a gun. Yeah. And that's that's a lot more details than what the official report gives, because the official report just says that um, a 70 year old approached um, two hunters and there was a, a, well, it doesn't even say, it doesn't even say three. It just says approach two hunters and mm-hmm. there was a verbal alterca- altercation. Um, and he ended up shooting those two and then was wanted for first degree murder. That's all it says for like the official report or whatever. What does it say right now, Joe? There's, there's more like, yeah, there's more like interviews and stories coming out. Yeah. Well, there's, there's more chatter about it, but right. like as far as official stuff from like, you know, the prosecutor and that kind of thing, that's all they say. So here's what this says. Um, Tennessee what is this, man, by the way? Uh, what source is just some this? article. Okay. It just says WSBTV.com. Okay. It's from Atlanta. Some local news network or something. Tennessee man, 70 years old, accused of shooting two duck hunters, found dead in lake. So the 70-year-old was found dead in the lake. They were looking for him. Um, and this says, the body of a 70-year-old man sought in connection to a double homicide was pulled Saturday afternoon from Real Foot Lake, says the Tennessee Bureau of Investigation. Authorities have been looking for this man as a person of interest after two duck hunters, Chance Black, who's 24, and Zachary Grooms, who is 25, were found slain on the 25th at the north end of Obion County Lake. Yeah. So what I've heard is that Real well, Foot has a lot of permanent blinds on it. 
I've never hunted real foot, so I don't know the topography, but yeah, I was talking to Scott about it, and uh, he's saying that there's a lot of public blinds on there, and so apparently these kids were sky blasting at birds, and so this 70-year-old man came over all pissed off, knocked on the door, they opened the door, and he shot two out of the three. And... Like just open the door, bang bang. It wasn't it wasn't chatter. It wasn't That's what the thing says. I, I don't know. Just that he it shot. It literally him. just says they opened the door and he shot them. Jeez. And then the third guy got away somehow, and he either hit him with the butt of a gun or he shot his boat or something. But um, so then the two kids weren't dead on impact, so he tried bringing them somewhere in their boat, and they died on the way or in the hospital or something like that. But Jeez. shot point blank with a freaking shotgun, dude, over ducks. Yeah. Over ducks. <laughs> what the part that really throws me for a loop is that it was a 70 year old man who did it. Yeah. Yeah. That's the part I don't understand. Right. So, yeah, I mean, you, you don't know what was going on in his head, like as far as mental, whatever. Yeah. I mean, there had no to be idea. something. You but would, yeah. It, um, I know that they do have a GoFundMe yeah. um, out there, and we could try and There's find a lot. it. Yeah. We can add link. a link. Yeah. Make we sure, you I'll know, obviously make sure it's the real one because people do some fake stuff. But yeah. Just unbelievable. Like, it just truly blows my mind. I mean, I love duck hunting, but no life is worth it, man. Like, ever. You know, for any passion, hobby, anything. It's just insane to me. Yeah, it sucks because it's, you know, it's a sport that you want to share with, like, between generations, you know? Yeah. And it it sucks that that, like, that dude should have, like, more of an education mindset to him. If he's a 70-year-old that's, like, sky blasting is not how we do this. You should go in and like, you know, approach it with a conversation. In my opinion, of course, not a gun. <laughs> well, obviously, but yeah, I mean, well, what what's I think a lot of people would share your opinion. By the oh, way, oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> One of the guys was uh, he worked for Kelly Powers at Final Flight yeah. Outfitters too, so that's why it got so much traction as it did. But apparently, he was a really good guy. So <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I didn't know him. I didn't I never met either of the guys. Um, so, but you know, from what we've heard, both good dudes and. Either way, it you know, no matter what, it's just, it's never worth that, you know? Like, it's never worth it. And it's just, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. It truly is, it truly has blown my mind. It's funny, too, because I didn't even see the article. Annie actually oh, really? like brought it to me, and she's like, have you ever, like, experienced, like, people this upset? I, I'm I was like, going to say, have you? What's your What's your closest to physical violence that you've gotten to? Um, man, I haven't like been around for anything that got close to physical violence. The only altercation that I've had was on a very well-known lake here around home. And I was with my brothers and we set up and this guy came in and he was like 25 yards from us. Mm -hmm. And we told him, you know, you can't be there. That's too close. And then he got really upset and, you know, drove his boat over and was mad, but then left. That's like the closest thing I've ever had, to be honest. Mm. I mean, I know the lot of people. I know, dude. Like the stories I've heard from was you he about that. Out? Was he cussing yeah, me oh out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, I mean, he wasn't. He was cussing me out like the dad that's cussing you out in the parking lot, and then they're leaving, though. Mm. You know, like it wasn't like he was like sticking around. He was like, you know, well, f you guys and this and that, and was like whipping out. Mm. So yeah. I've never even been like. I've never felt like someone was getting like ready to be upset <coughs> yeah we had like a first the first duck opener that we filmed we had that oh, group right. of people and the, and the dude was one of, one of the dudes was just a jerk when he came in all hot and bothered that we were 
quote on his property when we were on public water. But um, the but they had a sensible dude in the group that came over and was like, hey, we've been hunting this for 16 years. We do own, the, you know, or whatever. We own the land. Technically, you can hunt right there, but just if you could move. Yeah. And we and shot more birds than them anyway. Yeah. So it's like, fuck it. Yeah. But and, and I mean, that's that's how he should do it. He you was know, mad, dude. Well, the he, first guy. He's going to call the DNR and he's going to do this and blah, 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 blah. he's going to mess up our hunt. And it's like, all right, dude. I can't believe there's that many people that are that upset about that. Like, if I walk down to you and you're a kid, you know, or what, it doesn't yeah. matter, even if you're not a kid. You are my son. So, I mean, that's pretty much the exact situation that happened there. I took my son duck hunting. I wasn't and there then this that guy, day, so. And then, oh, you weren't. That's right. Nope. What? I came the next day. (laughs) That's right. Oh, then what I said is a complete lie. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So I'm not your son, and I was not hunting with you. So you weren't even there. So he essentially just came down, and he's just like, he had that permanent blind set up. And it wasn't even a good permanent blind. No. Looks like (laughs) shit. Well, I guess all I was trying to say was like, if I was in his situation, I come down, you know, like, what what is there to be upset about? Because you own the land. Yeah. So wow. like, I mean, the only thing that could happen is if they were like, well, F you, we're not moving there. there you know, that's where it could be like, all right, now I'm going to get upset. But like coming down, it's like, Hey guys, just a heads up. And well, and show he, you on a map. I, own this I, land. I would say, I would argue, and I, I don't know this for sure. Cause I can't really remember, but I would argue that he didn't own that land that so we were he, on. He owns the land. He does own that land. Okay. However, the high watermark goes past his blind. So we can hunt out of his blind cause it's still public. <clears throat> okay. So his blind is technically on his property or it's connected to his property, but the high water mark is right there. So the water went up to his blind. Yeah. We can stand in the water and mm-hmm. we're good. We were still standing in the water technically. Yeah. So, right. So he can get bent, but <laughs> you yeah. know, I'm not anyway, I'm not one to, like the amount of times that I've gotten into a situation where someone else has permission on a field or someone else shows up at the same time as me on public land. And it's just like one of them. Mm-hmm. or the lake that we shot me time at, there's always seven people there. Yeah. That's and, my altercation. And the, and the people that I have encountered there is, has been like, you know, they've been pretty chill. They've been pretty as, chill. As there's far as like, and assholes. there's a pretty easy, you know, pecking order when it comes to getting in line for putting your boat in, yeah. you know? And so, and cause there's only one slot. And so, you know, I was putting my boat in and a guy rolls up afterwards. He's like, Hey, where are you headed? I just want to stay out of your way. You know, you say where you're headed, and it's like, okay, I'm going to go to the other side. Boom, done. Right. You know, and he's, you know, and that guy had a little kid with him and whatever, and it's like, that's how it should be done, you know, and if, it, like, and if I was hunting alone, he's like, ah, oh, man, shoot, that's where I was going to hunt, and I see him and his little kid, I'd be <laughs> yeah. like, well, hunt with me, you know? Exactly. Three yeah. people, like, yeah, come on, let's go, you know? For sure. But, you know, at that time, we had, I think we had three or four people that were coming, and so, yeah. You know. Well, um, that, like, specifically, a couple of people have been like, holy, you're you're Joey from Midwest Flyways. I'm like, yeah, man, where are you going? And he's like, well, I'm going to go over, um, I'm going to go over here. And I was like, well, that's not good for the wind. I'm just hunting by myself today. Just come hunt with me. Yeah. You know, let's, let's both shoot more ducks. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and he's just like, no, no, man. Like I got to leave at a certain time or whatever. I was like, that's fine. I'll just drop you off. Yeah. You know, it, that's a lot better than being like, no, dude. Yeah. I'm hunting here. You're going to be on the other side of the lake. Fuck you. It's not yeah. worth it, man. It's yeah. really not. And that that's really what, you know, I think it should should come to. I don't think that it should be this whole, like, competition. Right. No, well, and most of the time people are only hunting with ones and twos. Mm-hmm. So what's another two people? 
to your yeah. spread, you know, and it's like you can pull your decoys together and whatever. That same lake took Kristen out, my older sister, and that morning we were one of the first people out there. Uh, there are two people beat us, and they beat us to both of those points. And I'm like, shit. So let's split the points. Plenty of space. We were like 200 yards minimum from both points, so it's like fine. But it's still a little crowded. Don't get me wrong. Two more people came and set up on either side of us. One guy wanted to set up 20 yards from us. I'm like, bud, no. Like, please just go over there. Like, you can go over there and shoot birds. It's like 20 minutes to shoot. I'm like, good Lord. So then he goes and, like, I was really nice to him. He's like, yeah, man, that's fine. I'll just go over there. I was like, my boat's too small to hold you. So, like, I can't have a third person in my boat. That's fine. I'll just go over here. So we get super close to the other guy. Now we can hear that guy screaming. Fuck you. Just screaming curse words at him. And it's just like, whoa. Like, Kristen's looking at me like, wow. Mm -hmm. This is ridiculous. Yeah. So this guy's like, fuck. You can hear him just arguing. He's like, well, whatever, man. I'm going to set up right here. He's like, you're 25 yards from me. He's like, I don't care. I don't care. So he just starts throwing his decoys next to the other guy. I mean, <laughs> so bad. So then what does the guy who's really mad do? Takes his boat out of the reeds, goes in reverse through his entire decoy spread, cuts all the lines of his decoys. Oh, my gosh. And it was windy that day, so you can just watch his decoys just float away. Jeez. Just like, damn. Like, that's too far for me. That's too far for me. It's like, and That's that how point, you get shot. Like, right. But, like, I, I feel like I've seen enough of those situations where it's like, right. hey, man, it's not worth it. If no. you feel like someone's really going to go that far it's like you know what that's fine i don't need to hunt today it's not worth getting punched or getting shot at yeah whatever is that the closest like you've been to something crazy then no that was what about the time with that guy on that other lake in town here yeah that was that was more scary for yeah. me yeah that was more scary guy threatened my life said that his neighbor would come down with his 44 magnum and show me what's up in a matter of words and i'm just like <laughs> Dude, and he's standing in our decoys as birds are dropping. And I was like, dude, if you don't leave, this is technically hunter harassment right now. You don't own the land. I am well within my bounds to hunt here. There is nothing you can do about it. I'll yeah. call the police. Go ahead. Call the police, dude. If you really want to make a big stink about it, go call the police. And he did. But, like, that first group of mallards, I'm like, dude, if you don't get out of my decoys, I'm going to start shooting. And, like, it's prime time. We have 100 mallards dumping into our decoys. Now, did I also have a first-time hunter with me? Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. yeah, and it ruined his experience of waterfowl. Yeah. Yeah. He told me that. He was like, dude, I don't want to experience anything like that ever again. I I was actually scared. And I was like, dude. That sucks. So when I told the DNR officer, because I cited him for hunter harassment, um, she was extremely mad because it ruined his experience into getting into waterfowl. So <clears throat> it's just like. That's the first time I've ever been threatened to get shot. Yeah, that's crazy. Over duck hunting. And that just, blows my mind. And I told the police officer who came there, and he's like, what? He's like, did he show you his weapon? I was like, no. I mean, he just threatened me with his neighbor's weapon, but still, it's like, I'm not the first person who's he's reamed out because he yeah. said he's gotten 18 other people arrested for trespassing, and he's like, that's not true. No one's ever gotten a trespassing ticket on this lake yeah. for duck hunting. I would know about it. I run this area. I'm like, cool. I was like, so he's just a blatant <laughs> Oh, you run liar. this area. <laughs> well, he patrols that area. Okay. So it was just like, come on, dude. I thought you were saying you run. <laughs> I thought you were telling him that. Mm -mm. No, he was telling Joe. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I just didn't connect that. Joe was like, I run this joint. <laughs> First day but, there. But when the police officer got there, this is, I feel like this is good information for the podcast. When the police officer got there, he yelled at me. He's like, this is the blah, blah, blah police. Uh, can you please come to the shore and talk to me? For about trespassing. I was like, yep, I'm going to leave my gun at my boat 
is that okay? And he goes, yes, please, thank you. So I left my gun at the boat, walked to him. It took me about 15 minutes to walk to him. And uh, the guy's like, hey, thanks so much for meeting with me. This guy called me, said you were trespassing. Is that true? And I said, nope. I dumped in on a public launch. And notice how it took me 15 minutes to get to you? It's about three football field lengths, like 300 yards or whatever. And uh, that's me walking in knee-deep water, which means as long as I can float a canoe through this water, I'm not touching dry land, I'm not trespassing. And he goes, oh, okay, can you show me the guideline? I was like, well, I can give you the DNR officer's number for this area. He goes, please do. She picked up right away. He took my phone, walked away. He was on the phone for about 10 minutes. Apparently, this guy has had multiple run-ins with this DNR officer. She does not like him. <laughs> and she's like, nope, he's being an asshole, whatever. And so I hear him on the phone. He's like, well, I'm glad I got my boots wet for nothing. And then he hangs up the phone. He's like, here's your phone back. Do you want to charge him with hunter harassment? I said, yes. Because, I mean, he was screaming yeah, at us, dude. Yeah. Screaming at us. And I'm just like, dude, you are being an asshole for no reason. I'm doing nothing wrong. Mm-hmm. You're just pissed because I got here before you. He lives on the lake. So I was like, come on, man. No wow. reason to be that much of an and asshole. How did, the, how did the hunter harassment thing go? Good. He got cited. He's been cited twice now. Wow. So what like what action gets taken? Yeah, from what's that? the consequence of that? Uh, he has to pay a fine. Like, and I think at the third time he can go to jail. Wow. For hunter harassment. <clears throat> Looks like we're going back, boys. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have no problem going there. Right. I have zero issues going there. The hunting's so good. I know. It's well, so the good day it's that good. the day that you and I hunted it with Colleen, that lady was yelling us that day too. Remember that? Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah she was yelling at us from the shore. You can't hunt here. It's a yeah, private you lake. You well, can. It's not. <laughs> yeah. Well, she she yes, said you can. can't use a boat motor there. Right. That's what. That's she was what saying. she said. Yeah. Can't use a boat motor here because I'm my mud buddy was super loud. And it was yeah, like yes I can, <laughs> yes I can, but yeah that's crazy. What do you do? You know, interesting. Yeah, I mean, I guess all this to say, just we're really sad for what happened. You know, we feel really bad, and yeah, it's just a terrible situation. Our you know thoughts and prayers with those families for sure. Oh my god, yeah, I couldn't imagine losing my son to duck hunting. That would be jeez. That would yeah. just trash me, man. Yeah. Yeah. Of you all know, the things, you know, like, do you think that they're going out to do or that they're out doing yeah. and that that happens? It's like, I tell you what, though, and who knows what those guys said to him. I'm sure they did nothing wrong. But like, there's a lot of times where I've been stopped by the DNR. I've been stopped by a police officer. I've been stopped by a landowner. I've been stopped by whatever. When you're hunting, there's always some sort of a miscommunication, you know? Yeah, it happens all and the time. It, and it really Depends on your attitude. Totally. I've noticed because I've never gotten in trouble by the DNR. Yeah. Ever. And that's because whenever I get stopped, I'm super respectful, man. Yeah. It's a learning like, They're doing their job. Yeah. yeah. And so it's like, okay, as far as I know, I'm not doing anything wrong. Yeah. You know, and they're like, okay, well, this guy called me and said that you were trespassing and this guy called me and said um, that you shot too many geese, whatever. So I'm just here to check your birds. Yeah. You know, just I... You know, our group has been called so many times for just random stuff. Or your snow goose hunting is like, hey, I just want to check your birds. It's like, cool, man, here here are the birds that you've that we've shot. And he's like, cool, cool, let me see your licenses, cool. All right, good luck, guys. I saw a lot of right. snows in this town, actually, if you want to go hunt those tomorrow. Right. Cool. Yeah. You know, it's, it's really dependent on your attitude and how things can happen. So yeah. say you do get stopped by a guy, like the guy at Real Foot Lake, you know, I mean, I think that's a one in, once in a lifetime deal where you just open the door and start shooting. Mm-hmm. 
that's pretty messed up. But a lot of stuff cannot get violent or, you know, get taken to 11 yeah. by your attitude. And I'm not saying that these guys didn't have a of good course, attitude. That's right. not what yeah, I'm saying yeah. whatsoever. But it, just from my personal experiences, a lot of things could go a different way yep. based on my attitude. But my attitude is always, hey, man, so sorry. This is your land. You want us to pick up even though you gave us permission yesterday? Sounds good. Sorry yeah. about that. Here's the thing you got to realize, too. Think about all the crazies these people deal with. Mm-hmm. You know, the DNR or you know, the game and wildlife or... Yeah. Yeah, or police officers, right? Like, think about the people they run into, man. Mm-hmm. Where, like, for them, they're probably on guard, like, when they come to you. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, people kind of take some of the stuff that be like, you know, we're here for this. They're, like, serious right away. And, like, he's right away being a dick. And it's like, dude, that guy's coming in. He doesn't know if you're mentally stable. He doesn't know what the situation is. Right. He got a phone call. Mm-hmm. And now he's got to come out here and you got a gun on you. Guaranteed you're hunting. So he knows you have a gun. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's not even wondering that. Now he's wondering how mentally stable is this guy and how seriously do I have to take this situation? Yeah. And that's like, that <clears throat> is why it baffles me when people like do the whole you know, cite their rights and like, it's my right to film you right now and all this and that. I'm like, you know, like if you want to film him, like, you know, put the, like I would record it and just put it in like your vest pocket or something. So the audio is being captured. But like, that's the type of situation where, you know, you got to start with a learning attitude and be like, Hey, you know, I I don't want to be a jerk right now. This is what I understand the laws to be. Can you educate me and tell me like, yeah, we'll figure this out. Like this will eventually come to a conclusion, but this is what I understand. Mm-hmm. You know, I, tell, I tell you what, man, in, in the sense of the DNR, I mean, I've always heard stories of the DNR or federal game wardens being yeah, yeah. really shitty to deal with. Right. Yeah. And I mean like, Hey, if you see a fed, you're getting a ticket no matter what, doesn't matter if you're doing anything illegal, they'll find some gray area and they'll cite you a ticket. Yeah. But my experience with it, they've been super nice. Mm-hmm. And I mean, super nice. And I want to attribute a lot of that to my attitude. <laughs> you yep. know? Yeah. But I'm just like, Hey man, whatever you want to <clears throat> see, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, you want to see how many birds we shot? Here you are. Here's my gun. Here's my license. You just have everything right. ready to go that, for him. Yeah, and that's the thing is that like if you're yeah. actually legit, yeah, if you're you actually doing what hide. you're supposed to do, then what are you what are you worried about? Yeah, exactly. And then you all know? these people that are like, I it's my right to film you under whatever amendment and blah blah blah, yeah. and I am filming that. You know, I have the right to remain silent, and that's exactly what I'm going to do starting now. You know, it's like okay, <laughs> all right, dude. You all know, right. you're not going to get yourself out of this situation faster. That's a promise. Yeah, right. Well, I think you we know? have a. One of my first years, early goose hunting, I didn't know you needed to have your your state duck stamp. Yeah. I didn't know. Like, I think it was 18 when mm-hmm. I got that ticket. We were hunting on early goose. Go out there on the lake, get checked on the way back. He's super cool. He's like, hey, man, you don't have your state duck stamp. I'm like, oh, shit. I was like, you need that to hunt early goose? He goes, yeah, you need that to hunt waterfowl in Minnesota. I'm like, <laughs> oh, well, I went up to the, the guy at Fleet Farm, and I said, give me everything to hunt waterfowl this year. And because I didn't know the rules personally, I got the ticket. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, I should have known that I need a state waterfowl stamp. Yeah. And that's what he told me. He's like, you need to have it, dude. So instead of spending $7 and 50 cents, like you should have, now you get to pay $130 ticket. And it's like, shit. But you know, I was still very respectful mm-hmm. and I'm pretty sure I had something else that I forgot about. And he let me off with a warning, you know, cause I didn't know right. about it at that time, you know? And I think a lot of it just has to do with your freaking attitude, man. Totally. Yeah, I mean, we were cutting grass in that ditch mm-hmm. out by your cabin. Yeah. And uh, that game warden pulled up Federal on Federal game warden. Federal, yeah. yeah. He was so cool. He's yeah. like, you guys cutting grass for blinds? We're like, yeah. 
And he's like, yeah, I figured. And uh, Joey had been there the day before. He's like, you must have cut some of this other stuff the other day, huh? And Joey's like, yep, that was me. And then he went on and talked to us about waterfall hunting and what, where he's been seeing people kill the most of them and all that stuff. What's interesting about that, like, and, you know, like I said, it's it's different if you actually are obeying the rules. But um, Darren was telling me about in Washington and whatever, like, they try and trick you. Yep. They, they do try and figure out what's, you know, so, like, if it was illegal for you to be cut in there, they'd be like, ah, you know, where are you guys hunting? You know, they just start with that. Yeah. And then you're like, Oh, whatever, whatever. Oh, sweet man. This, this works great for the blinds. Is that what you're using it for? You know, or whatever. And then it's like, Oh yeah, yeah. Well, here's your ticket. You know, it's like, yeah. oof. but yeah, they, some of them do, do try that. And it's, you know, it's, there's certain areas. And I know that Darren especially had him in, in Maine and Washington, but yeah. that was one of those situations though, where I was like, like, if I'm thinking about that in my head, like we're cutting the grass already there's nothing wrong with it yeah i know i was just saying yeah, like, no no i know what am i gonna do be like no we are not the ones cutting this grass <laughs> we're standing there with a hedge clipper you know yeah. like just cut it down <laughs> no sir we are merely farming this land <laughs> like yeah but well, and that's what i'm saying is that like if you're actually are legit you yeah, can yeah. say everything that you're doing yeah you for know sure. it just it doesn't so that needless needless to say connor's trying to say be legit follow the rules man <laughs> You yeah. gotta know the codes, man. You gotta know the laws. Well, and when we have Scott on our podcast, I want to talk about Rochester because they've had some bad luck with baited fields down there. Yeah. And the rules, the gray areas that they're pulling out on those guys is oh. ridiculous. Yeah, it's crazy. They are doing everything in their power to give everyone a ticket. Really? Down in Rochester That's right now because oh. of those baited fields and they are just it's ridiculous. So like that's one of those situations where they're trying to catch you on something. Yeah. Like if you're hunting, they're trying to make it so that people don't hunt in Rochester. That's what it feels yeah. like. When the stories that I've been told, they don't want people hunting in Rochester. And it's like, <laughs> come on, guys. Like we're all we're just trying to take game legally. And there's all these really gray area rules where it's like that's dumb. It can be taken either way, state or federal. It's just like okay, there's just so many rules to waterfowl. Yeah. yeah well, when we were hunting early season with. Uh, Folded feathers, I think is that what they're feather folders. Uh, feather, feather folders, folders yeah. outdoors. Yeah, they were talking about how they had to like move stuff out of the way because the farmer just sucked, you know. And he had a, yeah, you know, corn everywhere. And they're like, so we had to pick all this up, make sure it didn't. Even though he bait. legally, yeah, he farmed it though, like his own way. Like he yep. farmed they, it. They were so scared of getting in trouble for it. They called a DNR officer and they said, "What do we need to do to be able to hunt this field?" And the DNR officer told them, "You need to do this." Yeah, because there's too much corn out there. Yeah, it's just like holy crap, and they did a lot of work to make it legal. To yeah, that field, and it's like holy crap, man. And they got checked there many times that year, mm -hmm. and they were good to go. That's so crazy. Yeah, yeah. I was just gonna say, like, one of the things that I always wonder if, like, there's more contempt for those people from like some of the older guys because when they started hunting, there was so many less laws, you know. And then that has like, kind of like generation to generation passed down of hate for what you know for wildlife managers and stuff because mm -hmm. like think about like our grandpas like when they started hunting waterfowl and it was like not like today like yeah. not regulated like that mm -hmm. you know and they had so much more hunting opportunity less developments they could like hunt in their backyard and now you know the laws have changed so much they feel like they've just had all their like rights you know per yeah. se taken away from them and then you know they tell their kid that lousy wildlife manager you know, because the yeah. laws change so much in their time. And what then it's like the generation to generation. It's like when you grow up, you know, and your family's Republican. <laughs> and okay. like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you just like inherently start to pick up that you're oh, a Republican. Right, right, right. Yeah. You know, it's like one of those things. 
like your the your family just doesn't get along with the wildlife manager. You know yeah. what I mean? Like suddenly you just hate them. Yeah, yeah. The the um, one of our uh, a mutual friend of ours that you know has a he, he was talking to me about um, his wildlife guy out there, and he lives local to where the DNR officer out there lives local to the rest of the people, mm-hmm. and so he doesn't do much of anything because In his area. Yeah, because he's. You know, he doesn't want to get a rock thrown through his window. Like his yeah. kids go to school there. Like his, you know, his wife works there. Like, and so he he travels and goes and does stuff elsewhere. Right. But like in his area where he is supposed to like patrol his town, things like people get away with stuff because he's too, you know, almost too scared to to do anything about it. That sucks because it's like you're just trying to, you know, abide by the rules and it doesn't apply for everybody because yeah. they're big enough jerks to threaten the dude or you know throw a rock through his window yeah right no i would just say like i think what they're doing down in rochester is really smart because they're the the baiting laws are so gray in the world of waterfowl Mm -hmm. i mean it could be taken any way you know oh there's a corn cob in the field that's baited it's like hey there was an irregular farming practice now that's baited or they had a windstorm and you can't hunt there anymore because they didn't harvest their crop now it's all knocked down but they didn't till it or they tilled it under and now you can't hunt it. It's like, okay, why not? It's no different than it being normally harvested. There's just a little bit more corn in the field. Yeah. I don't understand the difference. So I think it's smart that my friends down there, other than Scott, are calling the DNR officers beforehand being like, hey, there's a lot of birds in this field. I want to make sure that I don't get in trouble if I hunt this field. It's better than getting your license revoked or your gun taken away mm-hmm. or whatever. It's just Or your truck. Or your truck, and your anything camera. associated yeah. to the hunt, you know. And so, I don't know if you know, I've taken severe lengths to not get in trouble for what we do. Yeah. I really learned the laws. I greatly appreciate that. Yeah. I really learned the laws because I like what we do, and I really like hunting. And if I couldn't hunt, I don't know what I'd do. Yeah. I'd be so bored. Yeah. I'd go insane. You would the, lose your mind. I think I'd have to spend more time with my girlfriend, probably. We've <laughs> talked about it on the podcast before. <laughs> She'd be gone fast. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, the... Uh, the trespassing thing that you almost got cited for and all mm-hmm. that stuff. Like if you would have lost your license for a year, I wouldn't for have been that. able to hunt. Oof. That would have been rough. You know? Yeah. And we haven't talked about that on the podcast yet. So maybe we'll save that for a different episode. I thought no. we did. No, mm-hmm. we didn't. Oh, no, we have not. Um, but in that situation, it's like, you know, we'll talk, we'll save that for a different episode, but yeah, we'll probably have Joel, Joel Bo Jones on. Oh yeah. For talk that about one. That, yeah. Did his photo win? Nope. No. no. Nope. Uh, the most uh, normal photo, one for waterfowl, that can be recreated over and over and over We're again. talking about the Diverge contest. Diverge yeah. 9. Sitka has. Diverge 9. Joel should have won that because that's a once-in-a-lifetime photo. Yeah. That was a duck sick. perfectly in the middle of the sun. There's a bunch of other ducks working their decoys right on the plat in Nebraska. Such a cool photo, man. Yeah, it was very Golden cool hour. Yeah. And he's facing into the sun. Duck perfectly covers up the sun it's like a perfect duck trying to get out of the spread yeah so cool yeah now did his photo went no did the other one that can be recreated in any cold weather um dude that photo the one was cool though i mean i've seen that photo before many times where someone puts a pee like a waterfowl jacket over the dog and because the dog's all crusty with ice yeah i'm just saying i understand why that photo won for sitka Oh, because it had Sitka in it? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Because you don't vote for the winner anymore with Sitka, don't you? Like, they pick it. They pick the top five and then people... Yeah, they pick the top... 
whatever number and then people pick uh people vote for yeah. it yeah but then i thought it was and you that can vote once a day. now so you can't uh, you don't actually pick the winner that's why they had like a people's choice winner last year <laughs> huh i don't know i've never i know i saw it Come i on. think i think we try i think i tried maybe the first year to enter the contest and i'm like this is nah i'm good yeah 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 and my I, dad put one photo in there first year yeah and they picked his photo yeah i got to, to like, like yeah to be one of the top 300 or whatever uh, whatever top 100 i, th- I don't think got there was that many back then i think he was like top 50 oh okay but yeah they sent him a hat or whatever yeah yeah i i just i haven't paid attention to that uh, yeah. enough no it's just funny because that my dad was like i'm coming out for one waterfall trip he's out one time took one photo sent it in which one was it it was one of the photos of me calling and okay. like the sun is rising come like perfectly behind me okay yeah yeah. So he's a good photographer. It's dope. Yeah, it's just funny. Guys, but. be on the lookout on our website for merch, the current merch, new merch, all that stuff. Really supports us, helps yes. us do more stuff, helps mm-hmm. us devote more time to the mm-hmm. channel. Mm-hmm. If Leave we, us a if, review. If we get money, guys, we can do a whole lot more. So why don't you help us out? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It does help. Even a $3 sticker. Okay. Okay. It helps out. Yeah. Supports us. Helps us grow bigger, helps us get sponsors, all that. You know, really appreciate you guys already. But MidwestFlyways.com slash shop. MidwestFlyways.com slash shop. Ring the bell. All right, guys. Thanks for listening, and we will see you soon.